Welcome to Wyoming Pathway to Adventure, places to go and ways to enjoy Wyoming's great outdoors. Brought to you by Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. Howdy, this is Pathfinder Bruce Shelliano. Winter often means ice fishing for Wyoming's anglers, and here to talk about fishing through the ice is noted outdoor enthusiast, Ed Vine. Hello, Ed. Well, Bruce, that's a pretty kind of you. I don't know about the outdoor enthusiast, but uh, I am enthused about ice fishing. Well, what attracts you to ice fishing, Ed? Well, it's a companionship if you take other people with you, which is always a good idea. Never want to go alone out there. That's never a good idea. And uh, just the solitude and the chance to take some dinner home. And what kind of fish do you catch uh, through the ice? Well, uh, it depends on what body of water you fish, of course. Uh, we have uh, Dismet, uh, Lake Dismet, which is uh, near Buffalo. That's a great place for uh, the rainbow uh, the rainbow trout. Uh, perch are coming on pretty good out there. Kokanee are a little elusive out there, but they can be caught. And of course, the uh, uh, elusive walleye. There's some of those out there. Well, so how does fishing through the ice differ from fishing open water? Well, uh, there's quite a few uh, safety precautions in ice fishing. Uh, never, ever want to go uh, without testing the ice. Uh, gear is essential. You can pick up some of those flotation uh, suits that gives you a peace of mind while you're out there. But I've been through the ice once and don't particularly want to go back there. What kind of gear and technique do you use for ice fishing? Well, ice fishing's come a long ways since I've taken my children out. There's Technology is kind of rampant on that. The uh, fish finders, they're, uh, uh, there's scales of those that you can get. Uh, Vexlars and uh, hummingbirds and markums, all, uh, they're all out there. Uh, it helps you find the bottom. Uh, it shows uh, your jig while you're jigging, uh, your ice fishing gear. Uh, something to dig the hole is essential. Uh, over seven, eight inches uh, thick, that ice is hard, and you want like a power auger. But you can get into it uh, as little or as lot that you want to. Small gear, small lures, bait where it's uh, legal, you know, live bait where it's legal, things like that. Now, what's different between a fishing rod that you would use on open water and a fishing rod you would use through the ice? Well, typically the ones through the ice are more sensitive and a lot shorter, Bruce. Uh, uh, the poles that uh, you use during ice fishing can be one or two foot long, uh, very sensitive at the tip. A lot of times the fish, when they bite, are uh, really, really uh, light biters. Uh, depends what you fish for. Uh, the trout, sometimes they just kind of tap, 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 and uh, you set the hook, and then you've got some weight there. If you're perching a uh, perch, 
they're really notorious for light biting, unless they're really, really hungry, but uh, in depth. I mean, the, uh, the fish finders help you finding the fish uh, when they're suspended, uh, uh, different depth and things like that. You know, typically they uh, run 18, 20 feet if you don't have all that technical gear for rainbows and trout, things like that. Uh, the perch they hold uh, near the bottom, uh, about a foot off the bottom. Which might be typically how deep? Uh, the smit can run really deep. Uh, you know, I've seen uh, kokanee uh, lake trout at 110 feet uh, right off the bottom. But typically you're uh, fishing in uh, 20, 30 foot of water. Uh, you're suspended down there about 18, 20 feet for the rainbow trout. Uh, this is at the smit. So what is a tip-up? Uh, Tip-ups are uh, typically uh, what you would do with those. In, in Wyoming, they have special uh, ice fishing seasons, and I believe at the Smith, always check your regulations, but uh, at the Smith, you can have one rod and five tip-ups, or three tip-ups and uh, three rods, however you want to do it, but the max is six. Uh, tip-up being a, you basically tip it with your bait, you set it to the depth that you like, and it has a flag on it, an uh, indicator that a fish has taken your bait. And uh, there again, your electronics work well. You can set that bait uh, down to the depth that the fish are cruising at. And when that flag goes off, it's uh, usually on a spool of uh, line, and that line's going out, and you can see the tip of that tip up turning. So it's uh, kind of like an automatic fisherman? Yeah. Uh, you can be in six places at once. So we have shorter rods, uh, maybe using a tip-up if regulations allow. And you t talked about jigging, and are some techniques that you use in ice fishing more common in ice fishing than in open water? Yeah. People, when they're ice fishing, they refer to jigging. And uh, jigging, jigging is basically moving your rod up and down. And it, basically what you're trying to do is attract the fish to your bait. And a lot of times, uh, again, if you're using the technology, the fish finders, like a Vexlar or something, you can see that bait moving, uh, your jig. And when a fish comes in, you can actually see the fish. So what you do is jig above them because most uh, fish are predators and their eyes are set to look above them. And they'll go in there and see that movement and be attracted to it. And uh, then you can pick up that, uh, that small light bite when they hit. Now, Ed, the thought of sitting out on the ice in uh, below freezing weather and enduring the cold wind, well... You know, to some folks, that doesn't sound too appealing. Uh, sends shivers down their spine, so to speak. <laughs> yep. Uh, what can folks do to keep warm out there on the ice? And typically, what you want to do, you want good foot gear. Uh, and uh, you don't want to be out there in tanny runners or uh, Crocs or something like that, of course. Uh, you want something that uh, wicks away moisture and uh, insulate your feet well without being too tight. Uh, you want layered clothing. 
wool works really well. If it gets above 30, 35 out there with no wind blowing, all that stuff's going to get warm on you. So if you don't take it with you, you haven't got it. But do you just have to sit out there on the ice? No. That's the nice thing about uh, ice shelters. Uh, there's many of those also, and they come in a wide variety. And folks can pick them up at local sporting goods stores? Oh, yeah. Uh, you're looking at uh, Rocky Mountain uh, Sports here in Sheridan, uh, Sportsman uh, Warehouse. Uh, I don't believe Walmart, uh, like those big chain stores uh, here, would cover them. But uh, a lot of your sporting goods stores have those, uh, and they're nice. Some of them are insulated. Some of them aren't. Uh, they're pop-up, normally uh, uh, two guys uh, to set them up. Uh, and you get some of these are get pretty elaborate around here. They look like old coal sheds or uh, a house on skids. A lot of those have chairs, lights, uh, automatic fish jiggers. I mean, there's a, there's a, a wide variety of them out there. But uh, on the, any shelter out there that you leave, uh, you must have your name and address on it. So folks can really um, get in an ice shelter, kick back with their favorite hot beverage, and uh, relax and catch fish through the ice. Oh, yeah, and take the children with you. Two, three-year-olds, you got to watch those real close. Uh, you know, a 10-inch auger hole, uh, you don't want them bobbing up and down in that. But if it's nice out there, they're going to enjoy it and uh, uh, I've been out there and listened to the kids laugh and uh, carry on while I'm fishing. So uh, take your children with you, too. You mentioned ice safety earlier, and we'd like to remind our listeners that we do have a how-to episode on ice safety that goes into quite uh, some detail on uh, remaining safe on the ice. Well, thanks for stopping by today, Ed. Yep, my pleasure. You guys be safe out there. Join us each week on Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Your outdoor adventure awaits in Wyoming. Thank you.